Hey tribe, welcome to Word Up with Danny Katz, your one-stop 5D superhero listening spot. Now, here at Word Up, we host a number of different podcast series, including Words Are Matter, Planetary Service Announcements, Witchy Life Hacks, The Conscious Awesome Show with my amazing co-host, Justin Polgar. It's where we play Spot the Propaganda together, and it's where we have high-vibe, deep-diving conversations with amazing humans. So be sure to hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for this week's episode. The Conscious Awesome Show is back with empathy for idiots. (laughs) Before we dive into today's awesome show, be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can stay apprised of my every Word Up offering. As well, if you're wanting to see the video version of this podcast, you can find it on our Locals page, consciousawesome.locals.com. Definitely join our community there, not just so you could check out all of our Conscious Awesome show videos, but also so you can stay abreast of our product launches, of special promotions, of behind the scenes stories and fun, of our live streams, and so you can interact with our awesome, ever-expanding community of 5D superheroes. As well, where are you at with your chocolate game? What kind of chocolate are you eating on the regular? Are you aware that chocolate is a superfood? Are you aware that chocolate is an extra super duper superfood when it's infused with medicinal mushrooms, with adaptogenic herbs, and with high vibe magic? Head on over to Yes Cacao to up your chocolate game and to stock up on your favorite chocolate bars and Follow Danny at dannycats.locals.com where the community can engage and I can post my every offering without looking over my shoulder for the thought police or the censorship Gestapo. (laughs) And with all our housekeeping done, let's get into today's episode. Yes. 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 Hello, my conscious awesome friends and lovers, because that's that's what we're going on here. Welcome to the conscious awesome hour, minute, moment, the conscious awesome show, where your hosts, Danny Katz. That's me. And myself, Justin Frank Polgar, dive into the issues, the situations, the anomalies, the phenomena of the day and bring our conscious awesome twist on it like as in how do we be conscious about this and reframe it into awesomeness since you know that's a very helpful thing to have in the tool belt plus we're having a good time and this is a great way for danny and i to just have a recorded conversation where we are intentionally surveilling ourselves (laughs) as we do (laughs) oh yes um so happy to be back it's been a little bit of a hiatus it has it's so nice to see you again on the camera on the screen with a green background well there's there's a planet on the other i'm pointing to your planet behind you 
This one? Yeah. Yeah. Is this one? Oh, two planets. I love it. And a moon. You are... And a moon. <laughs> so good. So your intro, it rem um, it sparked the word phenomen phenomaly, like phenomenon anomaly, phenomaly. Something to play. Phenomenomaly. Phenomenomaly. Mm. It needs to be a song. I I'm really, uh, I get so excited when people coin their own words. Um, I was listening to an um, interview with Timothy Alberino, who I think I maybe shared something. Timothy Alberino, he's a ufologist and an alternative historian. Ooh, ufologist. Nice. He has a book called Birthright. I heard it on the Quite Frankly show. He's interviewed him several times. They did Great like title. a pre Adamic history, right? Um, the last one they were talking about alien, uh, the intersection of aliens and angels. It's very interesting. Ooh. And he has a term that he used that he made up, which is apothe. Is it apotheosis? That's a real word. It was taking the word apotheosis and, um, Ap apotheosis do you know the, the apotheosis gender <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm a, i identify as apotheosis <laughs> you can call me a <laughs> um i'm sorry i interrupted you was there a question in there yeah um what does apotheosis mean i think apotheosis is that when we define something by the negative Hold on, let's um, do a, a thumb. Okay. Our, our first etymology lookup of the day. Probably not of the day. Oh, no, actually of the day. Of the I'm, day, I have... Uh, yes. Yeah, because apotheosis, but it was basically like the... Um, I like when people apoth, apotheosis. It's in the internet. Um exaltation to divine rank or stature that's what i was looking for so like it's anthropotheosis is essentially what his I, I i gotta remember the word of it but it was basically taking the human path to the exaltation to the divine status it was specifically around the purpose of human being exaltation to divine status it was fascinating and all this to say, I enjoy when people put words together. It's like <laughs> this word that I want is not defined or existing yet, but I'm putting these two things together to mean something bigger. Some of the parts. Yeah, language so, isn't finished, yeah. and it's on us. We're all we're all cultural creators, contributors. So I feel like when there's a hole in the lexicon, let's fill it by creating new words language isn't finished language it's like the torah or the tibetan flag seems like a shirt to me language isn't finished word up oh i like that language isn't finished okay now so is is word up an, a verb bull it's a verb to word up well it is yes. a command it is an action word up. i i i'm i've still yet to really incorporate it in the branding as it has as, it, as it's waiting for me to do right there mm -hmm. it's available right yes it is totally available so i would okay, like to clue in. our 
awesome audience in on why we're having this impromptu conscious awesome conversation. Yes, I'm, um, I'm remembering that we, and I think we've talked about this a few times, it seems to poke its head up into our conversations. It's the how to be compassionate for people who are living in the, you know, who are just living in a, in a reality that is not supported by fact or logic. Yes, that's definitely an aspect of it. And I'm going to pull back a little bit further into the more equalizing space of, and this has come up a lot for me. And I, I wanted to have this conversation with you just like as friend support. And then I thought, let's just record it because if I'm, if, if I'm inviting support here, I'm sure I'm not the only one. When we're speaking, I've had this conversation with so many people. Okay, great. So I'm excited to hear the wisdom that you've gleaned from the so many people slash yourself and all of your guides and wisdom. When we're talking to people who are living in a completely different worldview based on completely different facts and information, and it's like, well, let's agree to disagree or yeah, everyone's entitled to their opinion, right? And that's a very, um, compassionate, like expansive place to come from. This person has their opinion. I have my opinion. No one's saying that there's like a hierarchical status thing going on between the opinions. We're just holding the opinions with equal weight and tolerance, which feels healthy in terms of the like, relational intelligence. And also the fact that 99.99999% of the information I'm getting is also from research. I'm not there on the ground in the lab or necessarily speaking to the people to the players i'm trusting my intel the same way that other people are trusting their intel so there's this larger space of yes this is my please just to interject trusting intel you're trusting intel that you are actively seeking yes there's a different type of trusting intel where it's not even trusting intel it's just trusting what's being served up on a platter as this is what is there's an active it's almost like the difference between watching television and going into the internet remember back in the day how people like i would try and get people to to throw their televisions away yeah. <laughs> and i'm like listen you can remember <laughs> back in the day now i'm like hey do you have a big screen because i want to stream something awesome <laughs> Oh, it's plugged into the television. Sorry, I don't do that. <laughs> no, but there, there's something about being given something and some, and about seeking actively. Active interaction, active seeking versus, or, you know, next to being told, this is what you're thinking. This is what is. It's, there is it, there's a difference without there being a hierarchy. I'm understanding that's what our, our, our preface is here is that there's, without a hierarchy, how the fuck do we navigate this? Well, how do we navigate this and how do we honor other people's ignorance without judging them as stupid? <laughs> that is perfect. How do we honor people's ignorance without judging them as stupid? That is brilliant. It's depending on how snarky I feel, it can be very challenging because sometimes I just would like to answer 
things being said with maybe just like that. It's the shoulders up and head cocked over and just being like, maybe, maybe. Is that code for and, you don't know what you're talking about? Um, that's actually not even code. That's like, you're saying something with certainty that maybe, well, the city, oh, 700,000, oh, like, maybe I'm taking, that's actually from a compassionate, not only to the person and their perspective and their potential for growth and evolution, but also for compassion for all of us, not actually knowing what is going on. Well, we don't that's, know, really, no. that's really the thing. It's like, it seems like right now we've imposed these levels to not knowing what's going on. Like I have a little bit more of an idea of some people. So then there can be the inclination to think that I know best, but I also want to like honor them as a human being. But at the same time, it's like, I don't have a lot of tolerance for listening to people parrot their indoctrination. But then if we go to like social etiquette, or allowing other people to feel heard, then we're supposed to go through those machinations. Um, you know, depending on how much energy I have for the situation, because oftentimes I'm just like, you know what? It doesn't make sense for us to have to talk about this. It doesn't. I would love to talk about it with you, but it doesn't actually make sense because our context is so different. And I told a friend of mine uh, recently, I said, listen, um, instead of us getting angry at each other over stupid shit, which is not that the stuff that's happening is stupid, even though, I mean, some level it is, it's that it's the, the miscommunication is just dumb. It's like, I need you to have a totally different context and such a deep background and knowledge to have the conversation with me. Otherwise I sound like a loony bin and you need me to not think to have the conversation. And I'm not going to not, I'm not going to, it's not going to not think it's just not going to happen. Let us instead appreciate that we can live in two different dimensions, different universes, different understandings completely. But we can, and okay, so we're both living in these totally separate realities, not totally, these separate realities that are not total, but we're able to even share some language and some connection. Like we're actually able to communicate with each other, living in two different dimensions. Let's just be in awe about that because you're obviously living in a different planet than I am. So you're living in some like pandemic world where everything is a threat and they're dirty people and all of that. And I'm like, just being a chocolatey yes person, raising consciousness one person at a time, each one teach one, uh, you know, without, without being dominated by fear or at least being aware of fear as it rises and then engaging it so that I can dissipate it and not have it be some type of faux master. Okay, so that's, as you're doing that and you're holding that and you're saying, let's not even go there, are you still holding the person with the same amount of respect? Are you, is there an, are you, is there a, a judgment? Is there a, like, it's very hard for me to be, see someone alone in the car with a muzzle on and not think you're a fucking idiot, which isn't helpful. It's okay to that's think not, that. 
it's okay to think that. I mean, I feel okay thinking that. I think that all the time. I saw a family at the beach yesterday. I saw a family at the beach yesterday wearing masks. And I was like, and Zoe was like, I just can't. And I'm like, I know. I just, you know, people are, are idiots. You know, and not that, I just think I'm just being really more permission based with my judgments so that the judgments don't pile on other judgments. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm a growing person. I'm just to expect myself to not have any judgment over my fellow beings. It's just not realistic in this time period or in this life or in this culture. Mm -hmm. I also have mantras that I do when I'm in the shower. I cleanse myself of selfishness and resentment, critical feelings of my fellow beings, self-condemnation, the misinterpretation of my life experience. When I'm in the water, I say that and that helps. Is there a melody? I, I mean, sometimes I cleanse myself of selfishness and resentment of critical feelings to my fellow beings of self-condemnation, misinterpretation of my life experience. Let's do it again. That was actually a little Devander Banhardy that came in there for a second. Yeah, you know, I'll know when I'm saying that where the emphasis is because I'll like want to check out of that particular phrase. And I'll just keep saying it until I can let go of that. And that's okay. That's just part of the human. It's like having permission. I don't need to give permission to other people to be idiots. I just need to give permission for me to hold the other people and hold myself, hold my judgments and the whole thing as perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. And because it doesn't me. actually benefit, it doesn't benefit me to, um, to judge myself for judging another person. Right. It just doesn't help the situation. I'm not going to change the other person's mind. I mean, maybe it hasn't been a very high track record at the moment. It just hasn't. And I'm pretty good at talking to people. So the challenge with it is knowing where at what level to connect in with. Okay. Before we go into that, and I want to go into that, but when you mm -hmm. say it's all fine, when you yeah. see someone who's holding an infant and they have a mask on the infant, are you like, that's makes totally fine? No, that part is not fine. That makes me want to cry. That part is not fine. But my judgment about that person is fine. Okay. Subtle when difference. You're, when you're dealing with your friends who believe in the sham to whatever extent they do, do you feel like, yeah, their opinions are just as valid as my opinions. No, no, they're not just as valid. No way. No, because, it, and I'll tell you, one of the main indicators is that I'm willing to have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. That's a big, because typically the people who are idiots <laughs> um, don't want to have a conversation with me. And the like one of the main reasons I've gotten so far is, well, yeah, you've researched this a lot and I just don't spend waste my time looking into it so much. So like, you're just going to know a lot more facts and then you're going to be right. And I'm going to be wrong, but it's like, not that I'm actually wrong because like, I want to like put you in a room with like a, 
an epidemiologist or a scientist who like knows how to research this stuff, who knows all their stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down to be in the room with them too. But that's not going to change the way that we're having this conversation. You're just trying to get out of this conversation because you feel uncomfortable that you know deep down inside that you're fucking wrong. <laughs> and it's okay. Like, I don't actually want to be right. I'm the one that wants to be wrong. Yeah. So is this a, a legit you know, conversation that you had? That's an amalgamation of like three different conversations I've had. I've had. Okay. And you know, it, you know, it's like I get invited to a birthday party, and they're like, "Oh, but we're doing COVID measures for it." And I was like, "Okay, well, what does that mean?" Like, okay, well, you have to show your vax card, and I'm like, "Okay, and or like you can get a PCR test three days before the party, and then a rapid test at the party." And I'm like, "Uh huh." And Sounds like or. a fun party. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't, I just. Are we don't, even defining subscribe. party? I don't subscribe to that. Like, I, 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 I understand that you're doing that to make people feel safe, but those people are not actually feeling safe because if they knew that I was not jabbed and I was at the party, even though I had taken some tests even though i'm not going to do that they're not going to feel safe it's like i mean i don't know how it is but it's almost like okay this same homie of mine which is he i love him because he brings up great material for me mm -hmm. when i think i'm enlightened kind of a thing right so I'm, I'm talking to him and he just gets back from new york and he's like they've they're just they got it down so good it's amazing they like got the like, show your papers, get your vax card. It's like you know everywhere that you are, there's no people who are just sick, diseased that are just like spreading shit everywhere. And I'm like, right, okay. I'm like, you know, you do sound like 70 years ago. You might as well just be talking about a black person or a like, Jew right? or a Jew, 50 years or ago. any other, right? And I'm and I try and like connect these two things that seem so easy to connect where I'm like, listen, you're othering someone based on something that you've been told, right? Not that you've like hung out with a black person or a Jewish person and had some experience of then dying or becoming really sick or I don't know what, but like, like, do you see the connection? And it's like, Justin, you're being crazy. And I'm like, I don't know what to do about that. So I just have to kind of have some when he's talking to you that he's basically telling you that you're a dirty infected person. Does he, he does. Do that? Yeah, yeah. And he's okay with that too. He kind of likes making fun of me about it. But to me, it's kind of this like sad thing. It's a sad thing because ultimately it's driving a wedge in our friendship. It's like almost like, well, where's the friendship piece? Like if every time we hang out, it's like really more about reminiscing about the past, about good old days and telling stories and then like he'll want to invite me to something but he can't because there's like you know obviously you can't because you know justin you make that decision hey what if i give you like two thousand dollars would you just get vaccinated and i'm like, like yes i'll totally sell myself out for two thousand inflated dollars of course so I, told him, I was like dude you could offer me a million dollars right now cash like in a bag here you go million dollars not taxed not taxation stuff all that and here you go 
And you know what? I'm still going to say, fuck you, dude. I don't, I don't want that. Does he share not... space with you? We have once in the last two years. Uh, we, we talk on the phone. You? What? Would, it, would he get near you? Is he wearing a hazmat suit? No, like when I saw him, I just walked up to him and I hugged him and he was a little uncomfortable and that felt good to me. Because <laughs> that was like a pot, that was like a, it was like a, a good type of discomfort. It's like, hey, check it out. You're doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable a little bit, but that is actually making you more human. Check it out. He, he went and threw you know, himself like, in a vat of acid to like get your cooties off of him. I mean, it's, we were we were gonna meet at a restaurant. Um, he's like, "Can you get a table outside?" Because you know, <laughs> I'm like, "I'll see what I can do." And there was one table outside for a 45 minute wait, or a table immediately available inside. And I was like, "We'll take the inside." And he was like, uh, "Okay." And we were sitting down. He's like, "You're the first person that I've hung out with that's not vaccinated." And I was like, "That's not actually true," because everyone you hung out with, like. You know, if we're talking about the COVID vaccination, everyone you hung out with six months ago was not, okay? So turn it on. Did you remember to click the switch here? He's just my favorite example of someone to talk about this stuff with. Now, I've also have friends that I've had touch in conversation with, and they have totally different conversations of what's going on than I do, and it's totally fine. I mean, I totally fine but it is very uh amenable amenable um amenable or amicable amicable it's like okay you think this i think this i know why i think this you know why you think that okay that's where the agree to disagree is okay because really where dk where does it always come back to the basis for all human interaction for all of this is the right use of oh, will. It just always comes back to that because we're talking about, you want to have your conversation about like what's okay and what's not. I have my conversation about what's okay and what's not. I'm having, I'm talking about inner conversation. As soon as I say, you need to think what I think, that's where we're out of, that's, that's where we step out of our integrity with the right use of will. Totally. And there's no part of me that feels any inclination to micromanage what people are thinking or change their mind. It's just when I'm being invited to hold other people's opinions with the same value that I'm holding mine, when I know that theirs are full of shit, <laughs> I, well, I have the extra intention. <laughs> it's actually, you don't need to hold it at the same value because the equity conversation is a false conversation where it's just a false conversation. There's no, there's no absolute equity in the way that this is theoretically being proposed to us. Like we need to have equity between groups of people yet. There's no equity between, there's no equity even between like two individuals or even equity between you and like yourself five years ago. No, it doesn't exist. Like it doesn't. So it's not I, realistic. There, so there's no like uh, even you know. Oh, there's no. My foot works. <laughs> <clears throat> there's no like. I give your. There's no like credibility conversation that needs to take place, or right. so like. 
you're entitled to your opinion. Great. Even if your opinion is, you know, Hitler was entitled to his opinion. There are consequences to it. You know, people are entitled to their opinions. There's just consequences to these things. Yeah, this is helpful. This is super helpful perspective on it. What about forging new friendships and new relationships with people who are living in upside down clown world? I noticed that I'm hesitant. If I really like the person, I'm hesitant to, uh, to bridge that or I'll just bridge it with levity and know that I'm okay with whoever there. Because in, in truth, like I, I'm, I really strive. I want to be okay with who, wherever you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, wanna, an, it's, yeah. An, it's an interesting new tension point. Like I made a new friend who chose to get injected and chose to have his 12 year old son injected. That's a lot of swall. That's a lot of stuff that I'm pretending not to know and not speaking to and just like i respect your decision to unwittingly murder your child and I'm or even just that. give you know it's like give it's this i mean it's the same conversation that i've been in for maybe eight years or nine years since i've kind of been more hip to or maybe eight years understanding the impact of inoculations and vaccinations over the whole course of it right since we started doing this right as a culture you know it's like um just seeing that you know i just it's like it's it's too much weight for me to hold that that's that is just it's like oh you're choosing to do this to your child it's not their choice you're doing it to them right you're making the arrangements for that to happen you don't know that you are you know, it's under the guise of protecting them but you're actually kind of potentially screwing them over most likely giving them some challenge that they don't need to have in a world where it's already kind of a challenging situation um, that's a hard thing to, to witness. And, you know, it's even harder to have the conversation with someone. And then they go, you know what? I don't actually want to have this conversation because it makes me uncomfortable. I respect that. And, and I, when I, oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, and I'm like, okay, I, I, I understand that there are certain things that are uncomfortable, but if that going through that discomfort conversation puts you in a better position in life, a healthier, more vibrant, more alive, more conscious human being. Do you still want to issue the conversation? Or can we just get through this discomfort path? And then yield the benefits of that? And sometimes, the, usually the answer is, no, I'd just rather not. Yeah, And I'm like, Okay, I guess we'll just see what happens. Uh, you know, and then at the same time, my children, people are like, your children are amazing. And I'm like, I agree. I love my children. And then it's like, how are they, they're only three. They're only, and they know how to do this. And I'm like, yeah, this, I guess that's just naturally the gifts that they're given. Amazing. I didn't poison them or, you know, 
didn't maim them, you know, because I knew better. Yeah. And it, well, and it's also, I'm sure your, your children are amazing for a bajillion reasons. That might be one of them, but like, there's the piece of how much of this really comes into play in our friendships and how much of it needs to, because most of my friendships are not based on politics or injection safety or any of these things. Right. So there's just like, well, let's be real with our Venn diagram of crossover and not need to bring stuff in that isn't relevant. And then there's also the big elephant in the room, which is we're living on completely different, in completely different paradigms right now with completely different understandings. In my experience, when I'm talking to someone who's chosen to be injected or has chosen to inject their child, I don't say shit about what I know because I don't wanna be the one to put that into their consciousness. What if they were, what if they received saline? You know, which is not unlikely, but that's been my practice of like, I don't wanna be the one to, to let them, if they've made that choice already, if they haven't made the choice, I'll do what I can. But if they have, I don't know, it just feels like a weird line to cross. I had the experience this weekend of not knowing that someone had crossed the line or not, you know, not knowing someone had made the decision and speaking freely about it and then finding out that they had, um, you know, not from them, but from someone else and being like, huh, would I have changed what I said? Or do I feel regret about anything I said? And I'm like, no, I don't. I mean, I I was just speaking because maybe my conversation with them changes their conversation with someone else. Totally, totally. And I've, I've also had that experience accidentally. I had the same thing. I didn't know someone had, I was speaking really freely and then I realized, oops. <laughs> But that's a that's a thing too, right? Like, why are we not speaking freely? Yeah, actually, because I'm reading Die Wise now, and Jenkinson's whole point is like when we know someone is dying and we don't fess up to it, we don't speak to it. So knowing someone has taken a genocidal injection and then not speaking to that, that is some sort of death phobia. But then it's also like, I don't want to activate those frequencies or those possibilities in their consciousness when if they did get saline, they might not need to be active, activated. Or their body was just super amazing at detoxing or is somehow going to integrate it in this amazing way that does not, um, you know, because it is the conversation I have too, actually with my dad, where he's like the even though there are so many people that have been injured by this that we know about, there are also a lot of people that have not, maybe not yet, but have not been injured by this, you know? And so. But Judy Mikovits is saying that it's that like they're, they're spacing them out 50, 50 so that it's not too obvious. And that I, mean, I, I agree that it's probably literally 50% of people are not getting the real poison yet. Who knows? That's the thing is it comes back to we don't know. So I don't feel any kind of obligation to to devalue the amount of work that I put into researching and learning about the the entire canvas. And I know that I only know a little bit. But like, you know, when I'll say something like, 
I'll, I'll meet someone and they like are hip to everything that's going on. And I'll, you know, and they're, uh, you know, we have like a similar trajectory and I get excited, you know, there's like an excitement about it. And I'm like, yeah, I like project mockingbird. And they're like, well, what is that? And I'm like, wow, that's like, I thought basic. Like, I mean, that's like not even that deep into the rabbit hole to go in. And then I realized like, wow, like I've gone deep in. Right. And then I'm like, but like, I haven't gone, I mean, I know, I mean, I've looked into it, but I've listened to interviews. I have friends, I have a DK that like knows way more and has gridded out and has spent more time researching and understanding this. I'm not going to devalue that whole paradigm of education, intelligence, and honing in on discernment in order to make someone feel better, maybe. I'm just going to say, you know, I'm just going to hold this person with at the level of discerning consciousness that they are. I can still respect the person for other things that they do in life, for the way that they conduct, maybe even the way that they uh, make decisions with raising their children. Even if they have jabbed their children, they may still be these amazing parents that are cultivating these uh, amazing children. I can see, I can discern the difference of these things. It's challenging sometimes, but I'm learning to do that better and better. But it's still in this particular topic, I'm like, I don't respect, I don't respect not you, but I don't respect who you are acting as because of X, Y, Z, maybe fear, maybe um, needing to fit in or, you know, maintain comfort, status quo, whatever. I don't respect this choice that you're making, but I respect you. There's that. Mm, I like that. Good exercise. Challenging. It sometimes takes a lot of effort, but, um, I think it's polishing my compassion muscle. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is super helpful. Thank you. Just the permission to like, let myself be intolerant and judgmental when it comes up, especially in light of the ridiculousness of the situation we're all being invited, we're all navigating. Like it's so nutty and crazy making. So to hold some like insane ideal of enlightened neutrality, um, which of course I do hold, but I appreciate the permission for the moments where I'm like, this fucking idiot is riding a motorcycle without a helmet uh, with a mask on. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. It's probably the exhaust that they're trying to. Yes, I'm sure. Protect themselves from. But to go back to that, example with Ross and in that store and that that initiation that Ross just went through that's gonna have the consequences of that initiation are going to those create more of a realness of what's going on yeah that definitely I mean just to clue the audience in because we weren't recording but um my friend Ross, I witnessed him being apartheided for the first time and asked to leave the store. Um, and just watching his process around it was really intense for me. Um, but yeah, I think it made it real for him in a way that it wasn't until that happened. So in a sense where that was completely heartbreaking 
to witness. And I hate that that happened. Like from this perspective, it's good that it happened because it made it less conceptual and abstract and more like, look, it, it's affecting all of us in a really gross way. I mean, I'd be lying if I said my mind doesn't go to so many different strategies on that topic, you know, on that, in that interaction where it's like, you can say like, you can, there's just a million things to say. You can, do you have a mask? Yeah. Well, that was the thing was like, my strategy got me in and his honesty got him booted. And I was relying on the old dopamine addiction of like, I got away with it while at the same time trying to balance what I just witnessed happening to my friend and knowing that I was playing a part in something that I didn't agree with. And I had all these competing things at the same time, he witnessed me hack it and move around it. So he got a lesson there, but then it's also Mm -hmm. like the more we continue to hack this and move around it, the longer it continues because we're complicit. And that's where the bulk of my tension around that situation still, still rests. I, I prefer to support businesses that are respecting humanity. I also realize that at this particular moment, I'm not going to punish myself or what's available to me and my family and say, I'm not allowed to do the other well, because the otherwise thing. I wouldn't and go to grocery stores. Right. I just, I also want to, reflect your languaging punish like so making a choice to do business to not give our dollars and not give our votes to people who are promoting apartheid isn't necessarily punishing it's a framing of it and i want to say like i'm a huge hypocrite i did i gave this man my business and that's what's so confusing about this is the for me my desire to be in alignment with what I know is right and to shut this down as much as possible. And then this is a really hard situation. Like sometimes going to the co-op is easier, you know, than going to the other places and it's me being kind to myself, but then I'm allowing this to continue. There's no, I don't know that there's a right answer. It's, it's very challenging for me. (laughs) The right answer is just what you're doing as long as, Whatever you're doing is the right answer as long as we're being in a reflective space about what's coming up in that. Is it though? So like I can murder someone, but as long as I'm reflective about it, it's cool. Hold on. Can you pause? Because I have someone at the front door. This is the constant tension is like being gentle and forgiving on ourselves, but also not deluding ourselves into thinking that we're not the reason why this is going on. Because I do think we're very addicted to our comfort and our consumption here in the States in a very specific way. And we want to do what we want to do. We want to live our best lives. If that means, you know, using a fake car to get somewhere or lying, you know, like, I don't, I don't know, but I. Yeah. Certain things feel okay and certain feel not. And I think that's, that's unique to the individual. I mean, things feel okay because we get to do what we want to do. You know, like my friend. But sometimes, sometimes I do something that I want to do, but then I don't feel okay about it. Like, you know, like you have this nice purse now, but you don't feel good about it. But I did it. Why doesn't that feel okay? And that's, that's the part that I think kind of justifies it. And, And for me, it justifies it to have a conscious relationship 
with life as it is unfolding, you know, to eschew, to chuck out the right and wrong. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, there's so many things going on at once because this is a mass ascension and I also want to honor your time. But mm-hmm. but just to say that, like, I, I don't, I think a lot of us are deluding ourselves into like, oh yeah, that was a valuable learning lesson. But I basically just told the man who owned that store that it's okay that you are have an apartheid policy here and it's okay that you're segregating and I'm still going to give you my money. I might be dealing with it on my own and come to a different decision in reflection, but I just cast my vote. And as far as he's concerned, what he's doing is a okay. Did you have the bandwidth or the desire to in the moment say, Hey, I saw what you did to that guy outside. That's not okay. Because that's what history is made of, people doing that thing. It was super confusing, and I didn't. I was so overwhelmed with, like, he just got kicked out. I got I got in. This man's excited to see me because he remembers me. I kind of want to honor that. I'm kind of disgusted. I have a consumptive shopping, you know, habit that I'm – it was like all – no, I did not have the wherewithal to do that. Have you thought Maybe about I'll just I'll call using your – you could do that. You could also just go and use your three hours your sexy. You could just use your thing and just uh, get up really close to him and be like, I'm a domestic terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's a slightly different topic and I know we're not going to come to any, any resolution today, but I, I, and I super appreciate your reflections on just the like, the various opinions this. and whatnot that we're all holding. It's really important for us to be sharing our collective experiences um, because otherwise we feel like, how, you know, I feel alone. And I feel like alone sometimes. I do. I'm like, am I the only person? Because I live in Santa Cruz. Like, it's a very liberal place. You have auto. And, and, and actually, there's a whole bunch. There's a huge freedom community here. There is. Um, and I continue, I continue to meet more and more people. And, um, you know, we have these conversations. Um, it's helpful. Um, but we're going to kind of have to uh, share these experiences in order to have us all elevate our, our collective understanding of how to, to move through this. Word. Okay. Thanks for clearing um, the time. Conscious Awesome. Super appreciate having you back on the screen. Feels really good. Feels familiar. Cam, excited to do it again. Uh, we've had so many requests. So for our Conscious Awesome tribe, your your requests uh, have been heard. It's coming. There's more coming soon. I feel that. I do. We're responding to the universe as it happens. Awesome. Yes, yes. Be Thanks great. for playing, Justin. Thanks, DK. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, all of our conscious, awesome people. (laughs) Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. 
Be sure to give it a like to share it with your nearest and dearest. And remember to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss a single episode of your very favorite podcast, Word Up with Danny Katz. We'll see you soon, tribe. <laughs>